Welcome to the Graduate Sending Chapel. Is there anyone out there? <laughs> Our motto for the year is, we are attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Now our hymn for the evening is a new set of words to a song you've sung before. You will recognize the tune we've usually sung to um, the church's one foundation. Please remain standing as we pray together. I would like to invite you to turn in your hymn books to responsive reading number 34. Responsive reading number 34. We will read this together as our invocation tonight. Responsive reading number 34. The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. I will sacrifice a thank offering to you. I will praise you, O Lord my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever. And the people of God said, Amen. You may be seated. Last night as I listened to the graduates share their testimonies, I heard them say it was difficult but you did it. I heard you say, it was really not given to me, I earned it. And in just a few hours, you'll receive a Bachelor's of Arts in Ministry. And for this, we congratulate you and we honor you. The sending service of Nazarene Bible College is that special chapel event in which the faculty and administration send the graduates of the college out to minister to our world. Such a sending should be done with great joy and blessings, that the students might be empowered and the faculty might be strengthened by the product of their labors. The word says, lift up your eyes and Look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. You are ready for the work. May the greatest blessings be those given by our Master. Remember His words, the words of our Lord, as found in the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 19 through 22. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. You see, the God who called you is faithful. He has kept you through the years of preparation and he will keep you as you go from this place. I note that twice in this passage our Lord blesses his disciples by saying, peace be with you. It is most appropriate in this sending chapel for those who have taught you those who have encouraged you, prayed with you, and believed in you to have the opportunity to send you forth with a blessing. 
So it is my privilege tonight to call the faculty to this pulpit to share a blessing over you. God bless them as they come. William McNamara comments on what an awesome, even terrible thing it is to be called by God. To God's question, where art thou, O man? The author suggests this halting and very reverent response. Here I am, Lord, standing defenselessly and transparently in your presence. Take me, possess me, seize me, consume me, and then if you will, if it is your good pleasure, send me into the world with your message, your scorching words, and your flaming love. Graduates, as you follow God's call, here is a scripture that has become my personal life's promise. It was God's blessing to Moses as well. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Amen. You know, I think it's a privilege to share space with God-called men and women. May the grace of God that enfolded you from the beginning, that beckoned you into his presence, that birthed you into his family, that is changing you into his likeness, that summoned you into his service, that led you to this college and undergirded you all the time you were here. Now may that same grace guide your every moment, shape your every prayer, mold your every word, empower your every deed, Illumine your every challenge, enlarge your every dream, and keep your every care until the day of Christ's appearing and until we meet again. From Psalm 134, verse 3. Adonai. May the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, bless you. May you be blessed for the contributions you have made to our lives here on this campus. May you become a blessing to those whom you will serve in the near future. May the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, bless you. Yevarek ka Adonai, Ose Shemayim. The audits. In Second Corinthians three and First Thessalonians two, Paul writes to those who have received the blessings of his ministry. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by everybody. 
You show that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God. Not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. For what is our hope, our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes? Is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and joy. As the Lord Jesus Christ has redrawn our lives after his image in the ink of the Spirit, and as by his grace he has used us to redraw your lives after his image by that same Spirit, may the Lord of life use you to rewrite the life stories written on tablets of human hearts. And as you leave us, we look forward to that day when we will all be reunited before his throne. And we shall bear you as our proud crown of hope and joy as you lay before our Lord's feet the diaries of your lives, filled with parchments of those who by your ministries have been born not of flesh and blood, but of the Holy Spirit. You all answered the call to prepare for ministry. Now you begin the journey through the challenges and the joys of servanthood. I would like to share with you words that I borrowed from John Wesley. Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can as long as ever you can. A humble, God-centered attitude will lead to deeper personal peace and a greater positive impact on the world around you. It will also bring joy and honor to God, who dearly loves you. The closer you draw to God, the deeper your love will grow and the more like Jesus your attitude will become. Philippians 2, 4, and 5 says, each of you should not look only to your own interest, but also to the interest of others. Your attitude should be at, at the same as that of Jesus Christ. I ask God's blessing on you as you cultivate a God-centered attitude. Our blessing on you is adapted from the breastplate of St. Patrick. As you leave this sacred place, may the strength of God pilot you, the power of God preserve you. May the wisdom of God instruct you and the hand of God protect you. May the way of God direct you, the shield of God defend you. May the host of God guard you against the snares of the evil one and the temptations of this world. May Christ be with you. Christ before you and behind you. 
Christ above you and beneath you, to your left and to your right, may Christ be within you. Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of you, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of you, Christ in every eye that sees you, Christ in every ear that hears you. May the salvation of the Lord be yours now and forevermore. Amen. The story is told of a young Jewish student who had studied for a long time under the wise guidance of a rabbi named Moisha. After several years of study, the student became very troubled and agitated. And so Moisha visited with the student to discover what the problem was. The student looked at Moisha and said, I've studied the lives of the heroes of faith for several years now, and I have become very frustrated. I've discovered that regardless of how faithful or insightful or wise I try to become, there will always be an Abraham or a Moses or a Solomon who is even more faithful or more insightful or wiser than I am. How can I truly serve God and give myself to his kingdom when there are so many other individuals who will always be greater than I am? How can I ever become an Abraham or a Moses or a Solomon? Moisha looked at his student for a moment and then answered, My child, the greatest challenge that God has ever given to me was not for me to be an Abraham or a Moses. Rather, the greatest challenge that God has ever given to me was for me to be Moisha. As you leave this place, I do not want to challenge you to become another Alan Like or another Jan Deuce or another Tom King. No, I want to challenge you to become the person that God has created you to be. Go from this place and be the man, be the woman of God that God planned you to be. Be the servant leader that God called you to be. As you leave this special place called Nazarene Bible College, I'd like you to remind you of the instructions that Peter gave to his readers in his second letter. He wrote, Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you will never fall, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you, and may you become Christ incarnate to a lost and dying world. There is no greater joy 
no finer pursuit than occupying the place where God has chosen for you to serve him. When you go forth, as you go forth, to serve him, may he fill your heart with his love, your mind with his joy, your spirit with his peace. May you take each step with patience, speak each word with kindness, live each day in goodness. May your life be characterized by the faithfulness of God the Father, the gentleness of Christ our Savior, the self-control of the Holy Spirit. Go from this place with our blessing, our love, and go forth with joy to serve. Let your heart be broken for a world in need. Feed the mouths that hunger, soothe the wounds that bleed. Give the cup of water and the loaf of bread. Be the hands of Jesus, serving in his stead. Here on earth applying principles of love, visible expression, God still rules above. Living illustration of the living word to the minds of all who've never seen or heard. Blessed to be a blessing, privileged to care, challenged by the need apparently everywhere. Where mankind is wanting, fill the vacant place. Be the means through which the Lord reveals his grace. Add to your believing deeds that prove it true. Knowing Christ as Savior, make him master too. Follow in his footsteps. Go where he has trod. In the world's great trouble, risk yourself for God. Let your heart be tender and your vision clear. See mankind as God sees serve him far and near. Let your heart be broken by a brother's pain. Share your rich resources. Give and give again. Amen. You have been the student and the follower. Now you will go forth to be the teacher and the leader. May you hold close to your heart the understanding that Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve. Become great through serving. Be first by being the very last and the servant of all. When you serve, do it with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ and you will be blessed. In your service, may your life remind others of how Jesus took a little child into his arms and said, whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. Let the little children come to Jesus and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such children. <laughs> 
and you will be blessed. It has been our privilege to share this time with you while you were here at NBC. And it's our hope that while you were here, we did more than instruct, but that we have modeled our love for Christ and our love for you, and that has impressed your heart to know that love is at the center of any effective ministry. We hope that we've been an encouragement along the way, just as God has always been an encouragement to us. The Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Rome, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Christ Jesus, so that with one heart and one mouth you may glorify the God and Father of your Lord Jesus Christ. I send you with this blessing, encouraging you to believe that with the help of the Holy Spirit, you can be a great example of endurance no matter what happens. That your words and your pastoral care will be of great encouragement to those under your ministry. And that you will be able to bring churches to a spirit of unity where you can march together to fulfill the vision that God has for your life, your ministry, and your charge. And so I say to you again, may the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Christ Jesus, so that with one heart and one mouth you may glorify the God and Father of your Lord Jesus Christ. Among the really great blessings of God's call on our lives is that ministry is done among people. When you leave this place, you will have the blessed privilege to stand among God's people as one who has been prepared to minister in some special way. Remember that it is a privilege of God's calling that you will have a people among whom you will proclaim the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You've been educated at Nazarene Bible College for assignments that are somewhat paradoxical. You have been prepared to lead those you will serve and to serve those you will lead. You are to serve among the people of God. By your office, you are not more holy than are they, nor are they less Christian than are you. Peter wrote the following to all Christians everywhere and for all times. Remember that this applies to you because you stand among his people. Peter wrote, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light.
you like to thank your professors tonight? Along my pastoral journey, the Lord has allowed me to be touched by many different people. Everyone in this room here tonight can point to people who have greatly impacted their life. Perhaps it was the touch of someone special in your life that encouraged you to make the trip to Colorado Springs and to be a part of this campus community. And as you go, you will be one of those that will be doing the touching. You will be encouragers. At times, uh, you will feel overwhelmed by what God has called you to do and to be. Never forget that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You do not go alone. You have prepared your minds and your hearts. And now you're ready to serve. Serve well. Henry Nouwen touched my life in many different ways through his writings. One of the regrets that I have is that I didn't make the journey to see him and hear him speak in person while he was still on this earth. And yet he continues to touch us with his words even now as he celebrates around the throne in heaven. Henry Nouwen said, one of the most important spiritual disciplines is to develop the knowledge that the years of our lives are years on a mission. God has called you. You have a mission. Go in his speed. As the Father has sent us, we now send you. I pray you will spend the rest of your life on a mission of fulfilling God's call for your life. It's a privilege tonight for me to pray over you. And I'm going to ask you to come and stand at these altars. And uh, we're going to do this just a little different this year, and I'm, I'm hoping we can do this. I would like for our faculty to stand intermingled with you. And rather than behind you, shoulder to shoulder with you. So if the graduates would come and take their place around the altars, then our faculty will fill in and make room for them, and we're going to pray together. So graduates, would you please come? We're going to try to make this work. So faculty, if you would come and kind of fill in the gaps here and stand by one of the graduates. Um, 
You know, last year I traveled to 21 district assemblies. I met alumni everywhere. You are joining a great big family. Coast to coast, border to border, yes, literally around the world. Nazarene Bible College alumni are serving our Lord in so many different ways, time does not permit me to begin to count. But this I know. What they learned here, what they experienced here, to a person was life-changing. Was it because of being on this holy hill and having this wonderful view of a mountain? Well, that doesn't hurt anything. No, I, I rather think it's the spirit of those who stand shoulder to shoulder with you now that has been transferred to you in multiple ways, night after night. And so, together we pray. Father, we bless your chosen ones. They have responded to your call. They have prepared their hearts, minds, and spirit. And now, we send them into the world. I pray that you will protect them from the evil one. that you will protect them by the power of your name, the name that is above all names. I pray that they will have the full measure of your joy and that your love may always be in them. We bless them tonight. We bless their families. We bless their assignments that they will take. We bless the people they will serve. Thank you, Father. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. This we pray in the name of the Holy Father, the Holy Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. We have a, a Bible for you to take with you, so please make sure you pick one up and take it with you. And I think it's okay to hug a professor tonight. <laughs>